Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready to be energized and have some serious fun. This is the Energetic Education Podcast. Introducing your host, Dale Sidebottom. Welcome to episode number 45 of the podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Dale Sidebottom. Thank you for taking the time wherever you are in the world for tuning in, downloading, uh, for giving us five-star ratings, for subscribing to our podcast and for all the lovely feedback we get. Now, today it is a new year, new you. There's all those hashtags going on. People have New Year's resolutions, goal setting. There's all these different things that not only you'll do for your students, but you do it yourself. So I thought, what better way to kick off than doing a teacher wellness podcast? Now, this is basically all different ways that you can look after yourself and ways that you can make sure you're putting as much effort into your own body and your number one asset as what you are with the student you teach. And I think sometimes uh, when we're teaching and we are but we are very push. We're very pushed for time, and um, we always seem to put other people first, particularly the students we teach. So, today's episode is just a little reminder about how important it is to actually look after yourself, and that there are just little things you can do that will make a huge difference. So, if you get a pen and paper out, and you can write down a few of my ideas, and what I'd recommend is don't go away and say, right, I'm going to implement five different things that Dale's mentioned today. What I'd really like you to do is maybe pick one thing, try it for a week. If you can do that, then the next week you might go, right, I'm going to try another thing and slowly try and implement these into your daily and weekly routines. Because if we start looking after ourselves, right, we'll be a better teacher, we'll be a better friend, we'll be a better family member. And not only that, we'll be happier in ourselves, which, you know, we're all trying to strive for at the end of the day. So, Some of the main things I'll be covering today is mindfulness. What is it? Um, I'll be talking about meditation. And if that scares you, it used to scare me too. But I'm going to give you some really simple and easy ways to bring that in. I'm going to talk about using brain and energy breaks, not only for your students, but also for yourself and how beneficial a little break can be as you go on. Gratitude, uh, ways to practice it and ways to really be grateful for everything you've got because sometimes I think we can get carried away with the negatives instead of really focusing on, you know, we've got amazing jobs. We're able to go and educate students every day, mould young minds, and it's very easy sometimes just to forget that. So a little bit of gratitude practice goes a long way. Um, Energy, uh, I'm going to recap the 10 steps that I spoke about in a previous episode because that's been really, really popular. Um, the important of having a really good posture and I'll give you a couple of activities that you can do with that as well. And then the last two is play, all right? So finding ways for us to play as adults, which I'm going to talk about, you know, as kids, we do that a lot, but when we grow up, that seems to go out the door a little bit. And the final one is fun through movement. And I'm going to give you some free fun movement activities that you can go and play with a family member, with a friend, or just by yourself to get some health benefits for yourself. Now, the first thing I want to talk about today is mindfulness. Now, for me, mindfulness, that used to scare me because I actually had no idea what it was. I was one of those people, and I still am, but I've actually figured out what mindfulness is. And 
what it is, it means to be in the moment, be in the present and actually really enjoy what you're doing. Whereas previously I'd be like, bang, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And then once I do it, I'd be like, right, I've got to do this, I've got to be there, I've got to do that on the weekend, I've got this coming up. Oh, and it was so tiring and I was always thinking of the next thing to do, which out, you know, what I wasn't doing was enjoying the amazing things that I was doing in the present. And it was always tiring me out. So mindfulness is just being mindful and being in the present, actually enjoying what you're doing, taking time to realize, you know, amazing lesson you've done or something that is really beneficial for you and you're like, wow, I've done this, it's great and actually suck it all in at the time instead of rushing to the next thing or looking at a to-do list to move on and do that. All right, so what did I, I think the big thing here you could take away is stop, smell the roses, right? Actually think about what you're doing in the present. You don't always need to be going on to the next thing. Now, if you want to hear a little bit more about this and, and an amazing friend of mine, Kelly Raynard, she was the one that really described what mindfulness was for me because I'd done a lot of research on it, but I didn't really get my head around it. Whereas in episode 23 of the podcast, I sit down with Kelly and she goes through it in a really basic way so that I could understand it. So if you're struggling with mindfulness, that's a great podcast to listen to. Not only that, but Kelly also talks about having a work-life balance and meditation as well. So if you want to tick a few different boxes off, that's a great one too. And another thing I found for being mindful and being in the moment and present was reading a book called The Go-Giver. And I did a full episode on this in episode 38 of the podcast with Tim and James from Free Agency, who actually recommended this book to me. So if you want to listen to that, you can go there. If you want to go and get the book, The Go-Giver, I think it's amazing. It's got five values, five principles that I now live my life by. And by actually doing this, putting other people first and actually thinking about people's feelings a little bit more than what I used to, I'm not saying that I was a negative or I was a mean person, but being conscious of that now has actually made me be a lot happier, all right? I try and serve people. I try and do nice things for people more often, not because I feel I have to, but I really get a lot of enjoyment out of doing that. And that book has really helped me with that too. So if you're one of those people that is rushing from thing to thing and there's not enough time in the day and you're always tired, mindfulness, you need to actually start practicing that and there are experts that I've interviewed on this podcast, particularly Kelly Raynard in episode number 23. Go and listen to that because she will be able to explain it and really, really drum at home how important it is for you. The next thing I want to talk about is meditation. Now, these words, meditation, uh, it used to really scare me. Okay, and the reason being is I just didn't know anything about it. And I suppose the meditations that maybe I'd been put through didn't really work for me. Now... As a child, my mother created meditation for me because I was quite highly strung and I struggled to go to sleep. So my mother actually wrote down these adventure stories, but they were meditation stories. So it'd focus on my breathing and it'd get me to go to different magical places like going to waterfalls or my favorite magic beach or reaching up to the clouds and things like that. Now, what I've actually done is because I love these meditations so much and they're great for your students who will teach, but they're also really good for you and they only go for four to seven minutes, which is amazing. So you can actually go on and listen to these and they are episode number seven, nine and 11 of this podcast. If that sounds appealing to you and what I'd recommend is start doing this with your students. When you do a meditation with your students, start practicing with them. 
all right? And then you'll get into good habits. And from there, I've now graduated from these less, I suppose, shorter meditations into 10 minute, 10 minute meditations a day. Now, there are a few different apps you can use. There's the Smiling Minds app. There's a Resilience Project app. And what these apps are, they're both free and they are meditations that really just focus on your breathing and your body awareness. For me personally, this has been amazing. And I now make this part of my daily routine and it just really calms me down, gets me in the moment, really helps with my mindfulness, and I thoroughly enjoy it. I look forward to it now. My mind's starting to slow down, and I'm getting better at this meditation stuff, which it used to scare me. So start small. If you want to check out the lovely meditations and the story-based narrations that my mother created for me, as I said, they are in the podcast episode number 7, 9, and 11, or I would really recommend going and downloading the Smiling Minds app, which is free, or the Resilience Project app, which I'm going to speak about in a little bit as well, all right? If you're not meditating, though, I would highly recommend giving that a go. Start small, five minutes a day, and see how you go. The next one I just wanted to mention are regular energy breaks and brain breaks. Now, we do these with our students, but do we do them ourselves? You know, when you're working long and you can't really focus or at your best if you're working for 30 minutes or more. So some really good, I'm going to give you three activities here that you can try. Big bear breathing. Now with the big bear breathing, you are going to breathe into the count of four. So nice deep breath, one, two, three, four. And then when you've got all that air in your lungs, you're going to go, rah. All right, and you're going to breathe that out like a big bear. Make your hands, you can't see me doing it now, but I'm making my hands like a big bear. I then focus, and then the second time, I'm going to take in a deep breath to the count of five. Once I've got all that in again, I'm going to do my big bear breath again. Now, by actually just encouraging your breathing, focusing on what you're doing, it is a really good way to refocus, take your mind off what you're doing, and that short break of one or two minutes, then you can go back into it. Now, also, I love stretching, and most people think stretching is just with our body, particularly our lower body through our big muscles, you know, through our glutes, our hamstrings, everything like that. One of the really good activities I like doing is something called an energy yawn. So when you're a bit tired and when you're yawning, all you need to do is massage the joint of your jaw. So in between, just underneath your ear, you'll find where those joints meet. And as you're yawning, just manipulate it. Give it a nice little stretch, nice little massage. And it is a really nice way to activate your brain and just to really calm yourself down. All right. So they're two really good ones, stretching and breathing. The final one, and I will talk a little bit more about this later, but everybody's posture. Now, when we're at computers, I know we don't mean to do this, but our posture is horrendous. And I see so many people with bad backs, bad core, because they sit down all day and they do not sit correctly. So I've got a little posture challenge for you and I call this a ball hold. What you need to do is grab a tennis ball or some form of softball. Then you put that tennis ball at in between your shoulder blades or your back and you sit back in your chair and it rests against the back of the chair. Now, your aim is, if you've got good posture, you'll be able to hold that tennis ball there while you work. Obviously, if your posture is bad, your shoulders roll forward, the tennis ball will fall down. So what you're doing is 
You're activating your brain while you're working because you're constantly pulling those shoulders back and sitting up nice and tall because you don't want to drop that tennis ball. So if you feel that your shoulders roll in like a cat, and a lot of people do when they're at the computer, give the tennis ball hold a go. I know it works for me and I'm sure it'll work for you. Um, if you like those three activities or you'd like to find more of them, one of my top selling apps on Android or iTunes is an app called Brain Break. That is one word. If you go on there, there are about 300 different activities. There's a meditations I spoke about earlier that my mother created for you, uh, for me. And also there are over 300 different activities that you can go and do by yourself because it is fantastic to do these things with your students, but you need to be practicing them as well. All right, and I recommend trying these and looking after yourself. Now, the next thing I want to get onto is gratitude. And I've had a, a lot of emails and a lot of comments from episode number 42 that I did with Hugh from The Resilience Project. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would recommend pausing this one right now and going and listen to 42 because Hugh is a pioneer, is leading the way in resilience and empathy and mindfulness and all this, and that is a really good episode to go to. So if you have listened to that, you'll know what I mean about practicing gratitude daily. And I suppose I never used to do this, and I, and since I've started doing this, this was, I started, I think, at the end of, started December 2017, and basically what it is, is I was just writing down three things a day that I was grateful for, and, and why you do that is because it's very easy to get caught up in negatives, things that aren't going well, whereas if you don't worry about that, and you just harness the positives, you write down the amazing things that are happening in your life, they start to go through your head, and you're like, wow, things are actually good, I've had a really good day, and so forth. Now, since doing that, I spoke to Hugh, and they have just released the app, The Resilience Project. So why I love this app, and why I use it every night before I go to bed now, is it's got simple questions that you follow. Now, normally the first one is, what went well for the day, all right? So I love that, I write something positive that happened. Then there's a normal question that it might be, name three good things that happened today, name somebody that you did something with, all right? And they're typical questions that I was already doing before, but now it's nice and easy in the app form. The last one is the one that I love the most, and that is, what are you most looking forward to tomorrow? And why I love this is because what it does is I say something positive that I'm going to be doing tomorrow, and then I go to sleep, all right? So straight away, I'm going to sleep in a really positive way. I'm not going to sleep on a negative. I'm not going to sleep after looking at my phone for a long period of time outside on social media. I am using it for a really positive way. So if you are not practicing gratitude, then you need to download that app. Give it a go. It may not be for you, but I can guarantee it is changing the way I look at things, my happiness, and a lot of other teachers around the world that have written in and said, geez, how much they love the meditation aspect on the app, which is great. As I said, it's all to do with breathing and so forth like that. But then also the simple use of the app and what it does to your body and yourself. So one big thing I've taken away and I've started doing is gratitude. And, I, and another thing that I've added in from that is the zero complaints day. Now, I used to complain, not, not a great deal, but I used to complain. And when I was saying these complaints, I'm like, does that, actually, does that actually really affect me? Am I really complaining about that? And half the time, I think I was just complaining for the sake of it. But what it'd do, it'd bring down my mood and it'd probably bring down moods of people around me. So my challenge to you is, 
one day a week, I call it the zero complaints day. All right, challenge yourself not to complain about anything because life's good, all right, and if you try to get that out of your daily routine, it might just completely go all together because half the time we're complaining for the sake of it and it doesn't actually mean anything. Now, as I said, episode number 42, The Resilience Project with you, go and listen to that if you haven't because gratitude is the one big takeaway that I've got this year and that I'm practicing and with that comes a meditation as part of that app. The next one is energy. Now, how to get it, there are certain things you can do and I know I have done an entire episode on this already so I'm just quickly going to go through these, a little recap Remember, you may be able to take one or two of these away. Don't go and go, right, I'm going to implement all of these. Thanks, Dale, they're great, but you won't stick to it. If you pick one, you try it for a week, and as I said, implement another one. See how you go along the way, all right? The first one is energy is infectious. Surround yourself with people, high energy. If you're around negative nallies, get rid of them. All right, you want to be around Larry Legends. And for people listening, if you're a Nancy out there, I'm very sorry. I don't mean that you're negative, it's just a figure of speech. Okay, instead of coffee, get a hit of fun. All right, giving a bit of fun, having a bit of play. All right, which I'll talk about in the coming slides is just as good as that hit of caffeine. Control your stress. If you're very stressed or have high anxiety, that is a really, really big way to suck all your energy. So you need to find a way to deal with that. And as I said, some of the things I've mentioned before, meditation, being grateful, um, being mindfulness are all ways or using energy breaks to reduce those things, stress and anxiety, because they are really, really big energy killers. Quick fix is not the answer. Energy drinks, lollies, sugars, get rid of them, cut them out. They are not going to help you. Life's too short to be down. You can control this. You're in control of everything you do. If you're down, if you're not happy with whatever you're doing, change it. It is up to you. Energy is infectious. As I said, make sure you get around legends. Breakfast is your fuel of the day, all right? You don't drive your car on empty. You should not drive your body on empty. If you're skipping meals, you are really, really affecting your energy level. So make sure you have a nice, healthy meal for breakfast and that'll start your day on the really good way. I mentioned the complaining, stop complaining because our life's really good. If you're a snoozer, so when you're sleeping, if your alarm goes off and you snooze that, don't do that. Get up, all right? What I do now is I put my alarm, my phone, on the other side of the room. So when it goes off in the morning, I physically have to get out of bed, go and get that, turn it off, and then I'm up. I don't get back there. And find your happy place. Now, this is something that you will do personally. Only you will know this, and you need to do that daily. For me, I love going for a walk, so I'll go for a daily walk and also going to the gym. They are my two non-negotiables. I'll do those every day. And then what I've also added in now is each night I will practice gratitude by writing into that app. All right, so there's some really basic ways on ways to get energy. If you want to find out more, episode number 31, Energy, Do You Want More? All right, that is a podcast I've done that you can go and get more of that. Now, last two things I want to mention, and I've sort of left these to the end because I find that these are so, so important. Now, play. I've done a number of episodes on play. I've interviewed superstars, all right? I've interviewed experts on play. Now, what I want you to think about, as kids, when we were growing up, all we used to do was play. We'd be in the playground, we'd play with our friends, we'd go home after school, we'd go in the street, we'd play, we'd ride bikes, we'd do all this. Our life was one big play adventure. As we grow up, though, we neglect this. We get a mortgage, we get kids, we've got a job. 
we get too tired and what ends up happening is the one thing that we need most we never give to ourselves so I want you to set a play goal for the year. Now, I'm going to give you mine, and so far I've stuck to this, and it does make me really happy. So this isn't your energy. This isn't going to your happy place. Play isn't a team sport. It could be anything, okay? It might be throwing a frisbee. It might be hitting a golf ball. It might be juggling. It could be cooking. It could be anything you find playful. For me personally, I play a game of cards once a week against people. Now, that's any game. I love Euchre and 500 and a game called Arsehole, for those in Australia. It's a great game and I love playing that and I've become really, really reliant on playing that once a week. Two other things that I do daily by myself is play darts and play pinball. I thoroughly love them. So last year, I went and bought a pinball machine because I was like, I actually want to play this more and I've got a dartboard set up out the back. All right, so what I want you to do is find something you love. Make sure it's something that really gives you ultimate happiness. You don't need to do it with anyone else, but set a goal that you're going to do that daily because it will make a huge difference on the way you feel and your overall well-being. Again, there's a number of different podcasts I've done with experts. You can go through and check those out. And the final one I want to mention is exercise. Now, exercise doesn't mean going for a run, riding a bike, going for a swim, joining a gym. All right? Exercise can be a number of different things and it doesn't have to be time consuming. All right? A lot of people say they're time poor. I think that's personally an excuse. You need to find time to exercise because it will make an overall massive difference to your well-being. So what I've done today is I've created... 15 little fun interactive games that you can play anywhere. Now, they're not your typical fitness game because what I've tried to do is I've made games so you're playing and you're moving. So these are designed for students. So you can use them with your students as well. But what I want you to do is I want you to go and use these by yourself or with a friend. Now, some of the ones that I'm going to give you are Yahtzee Fitness, one called Dice Bingo, another card game called Build Em Up. Or then there's one, Who Wants to Be a Fitness Heir? Taken from the TV show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Now, in the show notes down the bottom, I have got a link that you can go and click on, okay? It is all there for you. You'll go and sign up. So once you click on that link, you'll scroll down right down the bottom of the page. And on the right-hand side, it has got 15 games for free. So for the next 15 days, once you sign up, you'll get these amazing activities that you can go and use anytime, anywhere. Now, I know I've rushed through that and I know I've mentioned a lot of different things. My big one takeaway, all right, if you've written down one thing that really stands out for you, Stick to it. Give it a go, all right? We are too often putting our students first, which in the end of the day, we've been pretty much hypocrites because we're not looking after ourselves enough. So if you can just take one little bit of advice from today's episode, that is a massive win. Try it out. See how you go. If there is, if you want any advice or anything on what I've mentioned today, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Dale Sidebottom or send me an email at Dale at energetic.education and I will reply to you because if we have got teachers that are looking after themselves, what you'll be able to produce in the classroom to give those students the experience is going to be so powerful. And at the end of the day, that's what I want to see. If you enjoyed today's episode, guys, 
please go on to iTunes and give us a five-star review. That is what we're here for. We love it. We love being able to provide this podcast and any feedback would be amazing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.